Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong to a Memory. As always, it is me, Jack. And it's me, it's me, Colin. Hi Jack, how are you? Yeah, I'm Superman, how are you? I'm good, like, literally just pressed the record button there. I don't know if you saw my face or not. No. I literally just whacked my toe off the metal leg of my desk that I'm sat at. And I, I can only imagine it's what childbirth feels like. This is the levels of pain. Um, it was horrendous. Um, but I just pressed the record button, so I, I screamed internally. But I think you saw the look in my face. I seen the look in your face. I never realised what had happened. Um, yeah, I just yeah. whacked it right off it. <laughs> Stubborn I thought was one of the worst things ever. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, but now we're back for another patron request show. So we, we, we were looking for a couple of little ideas to give us a show the other week. And we got so many, we're probably going to get multiple shows out of it, which is good. Because in my, in my eyes, that's us giving you guys what you want to hear because we're responding to your requests, which works for me. Last time we talked about One Hit Wonders. Um, we talked about various other bits and pieces. Um, today, we're going to look at um, some things that... The, the, whole, the whole idea, Jack, that there's no such thing as a stupid question. People who think it's okay to ask anything. No limits. They can ask anything they like. And there's a Reddit page we've found, which I wouldn't well, say what Sa- it's called. Simon found. Oh, did Simon, did Simon provide this for us? Yeah, it was Simon. In the, in the I thought Simon just gave us the idea that you, you, you found the page. Oh. Um, no, no, no. I've got, a, I've got a lot of love for Simon at the moment, by the way. Simon did me a big favour recently, so I'd like to just say Simon is my favourite listener out of all my listeners. He's a good guy. Was it anything to do with spectacles? Is it the same Simon? Same Simon. I'm assuming it's the same Simon. And <laughs> he enlightened my life. That's all I'm going to say. Right, good stuff. So Simon is a top, top potato. But yeah, he, he said really he said in a subreddit, which is basically just called No Such Thing as a Stupid Question. And the preparation that we've put into this is unbridled. Um, what we've done is went to that subreddit. We've went to the top posts from the last year. And we're just going to kind of work our way through the questions. Um, we yes. might read some of the answers. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but the first question... I think is, our answers will be better. Oh, I'm just going to see what the top rated answer is. <laughs> right, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, everybody enjoys noises like that when you drop shit on the, <laughs> uh, on the table. Mate. Like the, <laughs> that's, that's why people tune yeah. in, as they it's clean, it. crisp production values. Of long term memory. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, man. At least you never yawned when we started. That's not a thing. Oh, I'm bored as fuck. It's just funny. <laughs> but <laughs> the, the first question, <laughs> the first question on this um, subreddit, I can't even speak anymore, subreddit, has got 43,000 upvotes. It was posted only three months ago, so it's pretty popular. Um, over the last year, even though it was only three months old. Is it weird that my 35-year-old friend is waiting for a... <laughs> it is already. Is waiting for a 17-year-old girl to turn 18 so we can ask her out? Well, I'll, I'll read this actually. I'll just read the thing, right? Just to get extra. Okay, go for it. Just to fill a minute or two. So my long-time friend has recently told me that he's waiting for his 17-year-old co-worker to turn me team because he wants to ask her out. I was immediately grossed out uh, and told him that this was predatory behaviour 
and he laughed and said, a two gentlemen waits until they are 18. Oh, I can just imagine <laughs> the creepiness that excelled with that statement. It's, you can't, right, it's, oh man, you know for a fact it wasn't, well, a gentleman just waits until they're 18, you know it was, oh, well a true gentleman waits until they're 18, you know. <laughs> Fuck off. Like winking and all that. Aye. Oh yeah. dear, tipping his heart. But supposedly he genuinely sees nothing weird or wrong with us. So he asked for her number and she said that when she turns 18, she will give it to him. I'm stuck in the fact that he's asked a 17-year-old for her number anyway. What if she wouldn't have, what if she wouldn't have declined? He also, oh fuck, he also went to her Facebook and saved pictures of her to his phone to send us them. I also found out that a girl he previously talked to for a few years was freshly 18 and I don't freshly know, bro. 18. Yeah, I'm freshly 18. And I don't know, bro. Uh, this all grosses me out. Um, and I don't want to be his friend anymore. But I also don't know if I'm overreacting. Um, no, you're not. If you, Colin, came to me and said, like, even if you just, I'm, I'm speaking to a 17 year old, I'd be like, nah, fucking rein it in for a start. And then you said, yeah, but a true gentleman waits until she's 18. I probably just uh, drive down to your house and punch you in the mouth. Say fucking, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, what if I said, hold on, Jack. Let me show you some pictures from our Facebook first. Yeah, right? that I have um, screenshotted and saved on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, um, uh, aye, it's a bad one. This right, I tell you why it's a bad one. Um, it's bad. Like the whole waiting for her to turn eighteen. It's a bit of a strange one for me, right? Because if you're a 35 year old guy approaching a 17 year old or an 18 year old girl, I don't get the difference between whether she's 17 or 18. The age of consent is 16, isn't it? So I don't get the the wait until she turns 18 part of it. Like it's just it's bad behaviour whether she's 17 or 18. Um, it's he's genuinely double her age, like actually double her age, right? And I don't doubt for one minute there's some good-looking 18-year-old girls kicking about, right? But the idea of sitting having to have a conversation with them and talk to them fills me with utter dread. And I'm, this is a guy here who watches Married at First Sight, watches Your Mum, My Dad, he watches all this stuff. He's he's probably got stuff that he could talk about, but the thought of actually doing it is just horrific, horrific. So I don't know what he's thinking about. And you can just imagine that he's an absolute scumbag of a guy, an absolute loser. The kind of guy who would when he was in fifth year having a bit with the third year. Aye, the, to sort of drill down onto your point there, um, the second highest rated answer to this kind of hits the nail right in the head. Have you ever been 35 plus and spent any time around 17 and 18 year olds? It's fucking exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> As, I can't imagine what a 35 year old would be able to relate to on a date with a 17 year old 18 year old unless he just wanted to have sex with a young woman or because there was something so fundamentally wrong with them that women their age wanted nothing to do with them it's a fucking creep show they are basically kids emotionally and otherwise it doesn't feel that way when you are 18 and you feel like super mature and you know everything about everything when you t- when you get into your late to mid thirties, you just fucking realise I was a dick at that age, and yeah, I cannot imagine. Like in my workplace, there's a lot of seventeen 
and eighteen year old boys and girls because I work in a college and the just the gap with everything is just fucking mind boggling. So yeah, this yeah. uh answer got like eleven thousand upvotes and I can't agree with um TikTok thirty more any more than what he said there to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. It it's just wrong. It's wrong, it's creepy, it's sick, it's it's not cool, it's not something to be proud of and the fact that the guy's pal was immediately grossed out by it and he still did the whole gentleman waits to the routine shit. He talked about her Facebook pictures, then sent them to them. The guy's just an absolute fucking creep. People who only date eighteen year olds are like companies that only pay minimum wage. <laughs> They'd be going lower if it were legal. <laughs> I make like a hundred percent. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, if companies could get away with paying seventeen-year-old one pound an hour, they would because it was in inverted commas legal. Yeah, I quite like this um, uh, famous uh, like kind of usual retort. Meanwhile, in the teenagers' Reddit, there's a seventeen-year-old girl talking about some creepy guy twice her age has asked her out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a comment after that I think that says aye well it's the our teenagers <laughs> uh, subreddit so there's obviously 35 year old guys already creeping about it <laughs> yeah it's, that's wrong mate um, I'm 33 and view 18 year olds as children is one of their comments um, I have a friend who was in the girl show she was 17 he was 30 he wanted to wait for her to be 18 but couldn't um, and they had sex they also dated for a bit. Oh, so uh, my friend, now much older, looks back at this as a traumatic experience, which is totally understandable. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, absolutely would. Um, right, let's move let's on, move on from people. that horribleness to something a bit more pleasant. <laughs> well, um, is it? But we'll we'll see the answer. <laughs> I'm more looking I forward to the answers here because I don't I don't have the answers for this. Because um, yeah, so this guy, I'm going to jail in seven hours. What is something I should do before I go? <laughs> um, I'm only going for a month. This is quite long, so I'm going to kind of paraphrase it. I don't um, need to I'm only in for a month, yeah. um, but I feel like there's something I'm not remembering. I've unplugged appliances. <laughs> they might be getting plugged in again, mate. Um, I've done my laundry, cleaned up, took the trash out, made sure my bills are good until I'm out. No food's going to expire while I'm gone. Is there anything simple I may have forgotten? So he's asking things he should do before he goes to jail, not things he should take to jail with him. So things he should do before he goes to jail. Um, So, like, I'm going to take the the highest rated answer there. So uh, take a nice long shower. It could be, like, three days of quarantine before you get processed and depending on how bad it is, you might not know when you're getting your shower again. So also don't let your cellmate or anyone know when your last day is. Yeah, that's a good point. You shouldn't do that. And then the comment under that, which seems to be quite popular, is why would you not want anyone to know when your last day is? And again, just by watching stuff like Screws or Top Boy, which I started watching the other day, when you let somebody know... Stop stop the bus. I've uh, started it as well. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes last night. Right, I need to tell you what I did. So Go then. (laughs) So we obviously we had a conversation with our good friend Andy about Top Boy, right? Uh-huh. And I said, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to give it a go. So I watch it, I'm four episodes in, and I text him, I say, this is good, but I'm struggling a bit with it. 
I'm struggling a bit just with like, keeping track and knowing who's who and all this sort of stuff. And he goes, really? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, you're usually quite good with that sort of stuff. I said, I know, but for some reason I'm struggling with this. He said, what are you up to? And I told him. I'd watched the first four episodes of season three. <laughs> right, okay. I never done that. I watched it. I started from the beginning. <laughs> you say, yeah, Summerhouse. Uh, top, top Boy Summerhouse. Well, no, no. Top Boy season one. Because it's in season three now, but Summerhouse is the 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 real beginning. No, I've, I've not watched the Summerhouse stuff. Ah, right. So, so well, well, what you've done is you've did what I did. I started with Top Boy season one, right? Uh huh. Really, that's season three because there's two seasons before that. Uh huh. Right. With okay. all the same characters and stuff like that. So I've went back now and watched all of season one and all of season two, and I'm now on episode five of season three. So you'd recommend going and watching Summerhouse then? I think you absolutely should, mate, yeah, because, like, so you you obviously started it with the boy in um, Jamaica. Well, that's the first episode of Jamaica now, uh, yeah. So, yeah, but, so I, but I kind of figured out... so much like, more to it before that. Because right, I, I kind of thought, like, he's... Maybe, again, I, I don't know because I've not watched I kind of thought, like, he's been sent to Jamaica or had to move there because of something that's happened in London and then because of something that happened in Jamaica he's had to move back the the first two summer house seasons are only four episodes a season right okay I'll battle right. through them so then. Yeah. I would go back mate just to get the full sort of the full experience of the whole top buy thing but it's great I love it I think it's yeah. really really good really yeah really but the thing with yeah. like letting people know your last day is well, people are going to start like planking stuff when you're making you do things. Say, if you don't fucking murder that guy or do this, then we're going to fuck you up before you go and then you end up getting a longer sentence and stuff like that. So, yeah, that yeah. sounds like um, decent advice. Um, get your prescriptions updated um, so that when you check in, your nurse actually knows what medicine that you need to take to stay alive, which is <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Um. Would I, would I, if I go in for a month, what could you do for a month just to make sure you were safe when you were there? I'd maybe try and get myself ill for a month, you know, just so I spent it in the infirmary. Yeah, I, like I says, we we, 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 are, we live in a totally different world, but going to prison is not a thing that's going to happen. Um, and we can't wrap our heads around how fucking mad it would be the thing we Sean. Ben. Sean um, Bean. Sean Bean, sorry. I kind of mixed up Bean and Pen there. But uh, Sean Bean, where he goes to prison for killing somebody in a drunk driving accident, is what I think should get shown to people, youngsters. Go, you think jail's all right? Look at us. Look look at what could happen if you make a cunt of things, like a mistake, like a drunk driving mistake. People are going to set your feet in fire and you're going to get bullied. Um, yeah, I think people should be, time, it's called. Um, Stephen yeah. Graham's in it as well, is that right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah. The, the officer. He's coming yeah. back for a season two. Is it? Yeah, he's coming back for a season two of a whole new cast. Right, okay. Okay, so, yeah, quite interesting that one as well. Um, there's a good there's a good reply, one of the comments from two months ago, from Clark Ken 805 and he says, hit him out with that Avon Barksdale chat. I'm only doing two days, the day I come in and the day I get out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I try and be Billy Big Boss until somebody fucking stabs you. Because um, right. there's, there's, there's always the old chestnut is, uh, just go in and see the biggest cunt, just not come out. 
<laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and then get murdered uh, a couple of days later. No, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> I don't show weakness, knock the biggest guy out. Nah. Yeah, if Andre the Giant's sitting in the right. corner, I'm not going to walk up and punch him in the face because what will do is just fling me about like an empty tracky. So, yeah, not into that. See the next one, the unemployed boyfriend one. I'm not going to do that one because I read it earlier and I don't, I can't really wrap my head around it. But this one's more okay. sort of whimsical. Um, am I allowed to cut the chip off my credit card and attach it to the inside of a magician's wand so I can just like sort of tap magically you know, to complete purchases? Or like, I remember there was a guy that done it with uh, Oyster Card in London. Yeah, the subway, the, the London Underground Wizard. Uh-huh, yeah. He kicks putting the robes and everything and he just goes up to the barriers, shut down. Yeah, which is quite clever. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that. I suppose you could do that if you wanted. See, I don't think there's any legality about it. Be aware that the antenna on cards is usually extremely fragile when not protected by a slab of plastic. So this guy's trying to give my actual advice. Unfortunately, the antenna for the tap functionally is not actually the chip but multiple lines of wire around the edge of your card. So legally, um, nothing there, but technically it probably won't work, is what this guy yeah, is saying. It's not like the it's not just a wee gold chip. Like I did watch a programme where, uh, do you know Hannah Fry? Sort of red-haired mathematician that's on the telly every now and again. I don't think so, mate. I don't recognise it. But, but she she done a show about like modern technology, and one of them was about these sort of credit card chips and how complicated they are to like print and right. stuff like that, and the antenna, because the your 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 chip card needs to send out an antenna that can get picked up when it's close enough to another thing, so yeah. without any electricity or anything like that. So the whole antenna antenna thing does run through your whole card and stuff like that. Um, so probably just cutting out that chip. And stick it in the one won't. Yeah, it probably won't be enough. Work. Actually, it probably won't be enough now. Yeah, because you need that's the NFC token is what's actually corrects with the the near field communicator. I think it means. Yeah, that sounds about uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, that's but that's pretty boring to me for to even say that I know that. So yeah. I just admitted to something horrendous there. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm sure you can do cool stuff with it. I'm sure it worked at one point because the guy in the underground was definitely legit. He did have it. On the end oh. of his wand. I don't know how he did that, but it did work. So I've seen the videos on YouTube of him. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, which one do you want to do next? Uh, this one, because it's quite interesting, it leads into sort of stuff you'd done as a child um, in the 90s in Glasgow. So this guy's asked, was there really a game in the 90s where you punch someone uh, when you spot a Volkswagen bug? I was growing up through the 90s, my mum used to punch the shit out of my arm and exclaim slug bug every time she showed a Volkswagen bug in the road. Did my mum invent some sort of latent child abuse? Or did other 80s and 90s babies get punched while just fucking listening to meatloaf in the motor? Um, do you ever mind the yellow stanks that you used to get yes. on the streets of Glasgow with, I think, FH on them? Yes, I do. So if somebody yeah. stood in that, it would you would punch the cunt in the arm and say free hit, yeah, free hit, and you just punch him. Yeah, there was but, nothing could do. Uh, in the rules of that world, there was nothing they could do about that because yeah, you had. On... You go. I was just saying that there was there was no reply to that. They 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 stood in the FH stank, therefore they got free hitted. Yeah, there was even one for a short term, but just standing on the cracks of the pavement at all. You had to stand on full slabs if you stood on the cracks. You got punched. 
Yeah, and I think that led into a lot of, like, I don't know if it led into a lot of sort of OCD behaviour, but there's, there's definitely kids that grew up in the 90s that just won't step in cracks anymore. Yeah, because, exactly because of that. Um, when I used to visit America quite a lot, used to, used to do the yellow taxi game, and it was just, there was no, it was it was me and my wife at the time, there was no hitting, thankfully. Um, we just used to, every time we saw yellow taxi, ever saw it first one. Right. Oh, yellow taxi. And didn't keep score or anything like that, but it was just a, it was just a fun game that we did, Jack. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, it was but, um, but yeah, yellow count and yellow taxis. Um, but in the UK, what did is there anything else I can think of like that? Like there was um, like see if you were walking along the street, and there was the like a, a street sign that had, like let's say two legs holding it up. Uh, if you walked under that. You would get a dig, or it was like yeah, if you were okay. walking along beside, like with not your girlfriend but friends that were maybe girls, you wouldn't mm-hmm. walk on each side of a lamppost because it was a split a pole, get your hole. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, okay. Didn't ring a bell. Maybe that was just that doesn't, that doesn't ring a bell. Thankfully, but, that was maybe um, where we were from. So you'd be walking along and you'd be, like you'd be, you'd be girlfriends with that. Oh no, tuck in because if I split the hole, I might get. Raped. I don't know. Like <laughs> it was really weird at the time. But I sp- split a pole gator home again in the comments. Let me know if any of this sort of shit rings a bell. Um I'm quite happy to stay in this forum at the moment. So Okay, let's do it. Let's just stay here for today. Um some of these are a bit political and a bit Yeah, so um um I deliberately want to avoid. Right, okay. Um what about uh, digging a hole? No, I've, I've, found, I've found one that's more perfect for us, if you don't mind. Right, okay, fine. But further down the page, right, but you'll find it if you keep scrolling. Uh-huh. It's called, I swear to God, I have some <laughs> of the worst smelling farts and shits on earth. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yes. All, I... my, all of my partners have told me this, and sometimes it shocks even myself. During one such time, I accidentally let out a SBD on a plane. And within 60 seconds, I'm sure this went over the intercom to let everyone know that the histrooms were open. (laughs) I shit you not. I've not been dramatic. It's bad. I'm currently sat in the restroom, shocked at the wickedness that's just come out of my asshole. Fumigating (laughs) in my own death stench. Repugnated by my bowel movement. Wondering what the hell is wrong with my digestive tract. And this has attracted 5.4 thousand people have commented trying to give them some advice or some experiences of theirs. I've had terrible thoughts most of my life that even included a fart-based nickname in school. I was diagnosed with a low-functioning pancreas, which meant I wasn't producing enough digestive enzymes and placed on tablets for this. Apparently, it's very common, uh, but you'd only know this through testing. It hasn't fully rectified my gaseous nature, but it certainly calmed it down. Um, Too long, (laughs) didn't negotiate. Yeah, just go see, just go see a doctor. <laughs> um, somebody's asked them what the fart-based nickname was. Right. Somebody's wrote, somebody's wrote Captain Thunderpants. <laughs> so simple. Brap, brap superstar. <laughs> um, Gaseous oh clay. <laughs> the smell will knock you out. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Dear. Um, farty McFartface 
Oh, that's always Fart, Fart, Fart Simpson. Fart Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what what do you? Eat? There's a lot of things that create a lot of sulphur, which increase the likelihood that your farts are absolutely stinking. Lack of fibre um, can make your fart smell real nasty. What is an SBD, Jack? I don't know. That's twice that's come up. An SBD. Stinking bum dump. Uh, SBD. SBD uh, fart, what is that? Aye, SBD fart. What is it? What does it mean? Silent but deadly. Right, <laughs> okay. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. God, yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. That does make sense. This guy's trying to, like, he's trying to, like, figure out what he eats to fix it, and he's wrote, a random example is I don't usually eat pork, but whenever I do, my gut becomes a bit of a bioweapons factory for the next 24 <laughs> hours. But I can mitigate it beating a lot of fruit the same day. Then it's just like a bakery dumpster, a mildly hot day quality. Gut flora can be weird. Yeah. The guy here, here, if you've got a steady diet of hard boiled eggs, broccoli, and coffee, then we might have a diagnosis. <laughs> Talk to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, it's the main thing. Yeah, because it's, it's not good. <laughs> buddy of mine was. Yeah, sorry, a buddy of mine was like this. Talk to a doctor, and it turns out he was full of shit. Literally. Uh, <laughs> we went in the school softness uh, still for a few weeks to clean everything out, and that solved the problem. So it's just like you know, just a backlog of just. Um, Stinkiness, and listen, we we've spoken about this. We've spoken about this for years. I really want to get like a a colonic or an enema. I'd I'd really want to do the whole. I'd, I'd quite like one. Thing. Yeah, like, but maybe that's because I've read that a lot of like bad shit just like lies about in your digestive tract for years. There's a nurse that does them on TikTok, and she films the she films the tube. So there's a TikTok channel just where the the camera is just on the tube showing you what's coming out. Fucking wild. But I reckon see if we could find somewhere that does like a double one and we could pod during it. I think that would be a good a good show. Yeah, we'll maybe live stream it at some point. Um just audio only. Yeah. Uh back up. Why does digging a hole at the beach attract guys? I was digging a hole at the beach, and after some time, three other dudes just came up to help me dig it. Passerbys also complimented that it was a nice hole. Edit. The hole was deep enough for me to stand in. Uh, I needed to, <laughs> needed help to come out. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it's like. Fire, like, is, is another thing. It just seems to attract people. Guys. Like I've, I've, never been at the, I've never been at the beach where somebody's been digging a hole, but I kind of do think if I was at the beach and somebody was like, Six feet deep in a hole, I would probably be interested. Like go over and yeah. go like that. Um, but on, <laughs> I don't know it's why. A guy thing, isn't it? I, I think it's like stereotypically guys. A girl can just lie on the beach and be perfectly happy with her headphones and perfectly happy with her book, and lying on the beach and enjoying the sun is enough. Guys are a bit. We're weird. We're, we're all little children. We're all immature. We all. I think we're all a bit hyperactive. We need to be doing stuff. And if you're on a beach. It's the easiest place to dig because the the ground's soft, and you can make really good progress and make a really good hole. Um, I've seen videos of people on YouTube building big holes at the beach, and it does act as like a beacon, a, a beacon, sorry, a, a beacon, a beacon, beacon. to yeah. other guys. And they do all just turn up and start helping. They're all inside this big hole. It's it's wild, um, but it's it's just a thing that I think a thing in a guy's brain. Like 
fucking digging a big hole. That sounds brilliant. Let's dig a hole. Like, we'll move on to other things, but there's there's one last thing that's popped up that's piqued my interest because I seen a headline the other day that sort of points towards yes, which is is it a red flag liking Andrew Tate? Yes. Well, well yeah. Most, and, uh, yeah, well, 99% of the time, yeah, I guess. Because as much as I slag Vice, you know, I've got such a love-hate relationship with Vice. Um, I still follow it on Facebook, it's one of the few things that sort of actually pops up on my timeline because it's one of the things that I will like click on and interact with so the algorithm realises that I quite like Vice headlines and one that popped up the other day was uh, Andrew Tate's The Real World app has been banned by Google amid claims it's a pyramid scheme and the subheading is the move follows questions from Vice News over a campaign for tech giants to remove the app from their stores on the basis that this is the least surprising thing, that it's a harmful pyramid scheme targeting teenage boys. That's exactly how he made a That's lot of his money. Exactly like, obviously, it was the, yeah. it's bad. Um, he's, it's funny this because he's, he's just recently donated, I think something like 15 or 20 million pounds of aid to, I can't remember what country it was, a country that really needed it, basically, and did some really, really good stuff with it. And a video popped up on my TikTok of him talking about it, and the way he spoke about it, and the arrogance he had about how he did it, just totally diluted the whole the whole goodness of the thing. So even when he's actually doing a legit good thing, he's that much of a dickhead, he still ruins it. I think he said something like, um, 20 million, that's like a normal person just donating a fiver. Right, okay. Something like that, anyway. And just right away, you just think he's an absolute dick. But yeah, he is a he is a walking red flag. If you are a if you're a father and you find out your son is watching his stuff, enjoying his stuff, have a chat with him and fix it because it's not cool. Yeah, George came to me a couple of years ago with like, oh, this Andrew Tate guy who's saying this and saying that when he was about early twenties, and I like he, he's no he's not my boy, he's my step boy, but I kind of had had that conversation like take a look at what you're reading, take a look at what you're listening to and try to sort of critically think about what he's saying and um, I don't know if he's still in them to be honest but hopefully I pointed them in the right direction. Now, I hope you have yeah. I, just, I, know we, I know we said that was going to be the last one mate but there's just a no. really quick one I want to just point out if that's okay. That's cool man and it's, a really, it's, it's, a, it's a good question Why don't girls draw vaginas everywhere like men draw dicks? Right okay, yeah, I've seen this one um, and I think one of the first replies is in Norway it's quite common or something. Right, if you've in Finland, Norway, right? Okay, uh, in Finland, drawing vaginas is very common. They're called kirkoveni and um, or church boats, and you see graffiti of them in public or drawings and school books very often. And somebody replied to that saying, "Yeah, it's also in, uh, very popular in the Czech Republic." So maybe it's a European thing, but UK America sort of thing. Drawing the drawing the old vagina, it's not a it's not a thing. It's also not as easy to draw as a dick. No, that's a thing. Like a cocking balls, you can do in one swift, one line movement, basically. Yeah, it's not as easy to do at all. Um, I wonder why. Under what goes through a boy's brain? Why? Why do boys like drawing dicks? It's fun. I don't know. Like it, it, it points to like a like at that age. 
um, girls are more more mature at that age. Like when you're when a sixteen year old boy and a sixteen year old girl, chances are the girl's going to be more emotionally mature and stuff like that. And I just think it's it's just cock. It's it's been like without getting to pop psychologist about it. It's just like phallic images and stuff like that have been such a massive part of the, let's say, the patriarchy for a long, long time. Buildings, big, tall buildings, big pointy cock buildings <laughs> yeah. has just been a thing forever. And, like, even go back to, like, Pompeii and shit like that, I think there's, like, stuff that's been caught in time of cock and balls or cock jokes just written on walls as graffiti. Just as long as... I was as never... It, I I was never a, a great drawer of cock and balls. It was never it never really was my thing drawing drawing cocks and balls like on, on school jotters and school books and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I was never so good at art either. So maybe you, you don't you don't it. you don't need to be to draw cock and balls. Like well, I know you don't need to be, but it does help if you can get a little bit of shadow in there and you can maybe accentuate the the pubes a little bit and do a proper job rather than just two balls and a stick. Do you know what I mean? It should be it should be better than that, but. I was never a big drawer of cocks. It was never my thing. But you used to, I mean, years ago, like see, if, like see if you got. It used to be like a particular type of chalk. It was like a crumbly bit of chalk, and you could draw a cock and balls in your hand, and got them like like slap punch it. in the back. Right, how's it going, mate? You're right. <laughs> and then they just have like a big cock and balls in a t-shirt. Um, yeah, I used to love decent question. Like decent question. Well, just before we get there, like, see if years ago there was a particular type of bag that was quite popular at schools. It was like a, I can't mind, it was like, it's not a plain black bag, but see if you turned it inside out and uh-huh. shut the zip all the way around, it was like mm-hmm. fucking virtually impossible to open back up. Right, okay. So you would, um, <laughs> let's be honest, it kind of bullying behaviour, like just get some kind of bag, turn it inside out and zip, zip it all the way up. And there was nothing they could do about it. They couldn't get it back open. You probably could, but you'd have to go home and get like your mum to get like a fucking needle or something to like poke it back up. But um <laughs> or just <laughs> it's gonna make me sound like such a dickhead, just like tying the strap of a bag to an R guy's bag and then <laughs> flinging the bag out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I sound so fucking disgusting saying that, but I if, if that's the first and if that's what you enjoyed doing, maybe, maybe, maybe I, was a, maybe I was a horrible dickhead. But we're going to wrap this episode up with, with our advert, right? So don't skip to the end um, because XNs have been good to us and we are trying to uh, promote their products. Uh, smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, Wi-Fi leak detectors, stuff like that, Colin. If you want to protect your loved one 24-7, uh, go to x-sense.com, for example, but there's other places you can get the stuff. Yeah, absolutely do it. You can get them also at Amazon. They've got their own, own store on Amazon where you get also the Amazon frame of mind, the safe delivery, prime delivery, and all that sort of stuff. All the stuff they do is really super super easy to install. No real uh, cleverness or technical ability needed. It's just easy to do it. It's smart technology. It gives you that peace of mind knowing that they're always on guard and looking after you. That's kind of what Xsense pride themselves on is their technology, their devices are always in guard for you and it lets you protect what matters most, 
with accents, be that your people, your property, or anything else you choose to use to protect them with. So yeah, AdSense are the good guys. They've been good to us. If you're in the market for that sort of stuff, please check them out. You won't you won't you won't do much worse. Well, that is it. We were going to get on to Alistair stuff, Chrissy stuff, Blair stuff. So over the next couple of weeks, I think we will get to that because the patrons are the top potatoes and what they say, we do, Colin. So We pride ourselves on it, Jack. We pride ourselves on it. They are the guys that make us do this show. Um, Those scumbags that just listen for free when we put it on the free feed. Terrible. They are, they're just, they're just take, take, take. It's all they do, Jack. Just take, take, take. Whereas these patrons, they are committed. They contribute. They're part of the family. These guys, we love them. Yeah, uh, we'll speak to you soon. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash wrong-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.